Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. I am just thrilled beyond belief that I get such neat people on my show. And I've got them today, all actually very good friends of mine that I've known for a couple of years, one of them, the others I've known for a lot of years. I don't know how long have I known you, Jim. We're in double digits, yeah. but I'm not sure how far. It's It's been a while. But anyway, so today's show, we have Rodney Smoots and Jim Graham with the Masculine Journey Radio. You normally get to hear them around noon if you're in the Winston-Salem area. But they are here because we have a big event coming up, right? The Masculine Journey Radio's fall, spring. <laughs> fall. We fall into the spring, yeah. You can see that it says fall, spring boot camp. <laughs> You're a good reader. <laughs> yeah, Just a bad yeah. typer. Uh, yeah, bad typer. March 31st. So it's the end of the month. It's coming yeah. up. It's boot camp. It's right around the corner, Robbie. And we couldn't be more excited. And so, you know, we, we need to share on that, don't we, Jim? We do. Is the same person that wrote fall, spring the one that said <laughs> that if you come to boot camp, we'll throw you an anchor to keep you afloat <laughs> probably <laughs> and also with me today i have my friend from the nrb this was um danny decharo he's with the band empowered and along the idea of you know if you go to a masculine journey boot camp there's going to be a lot about a father wound there and he wrote the song uh, as his dad went to be with the lord a year or so ago, meet you there. So welcome, Benny. Hey, thanks, Robbie. Great to be with you again. It, it really, really is. And that song, you better be prepared for to shed a tear or two if you want it, by the way, if you go to kingdompursuits.com. It's there. But, you know, I was thinking, actually, today, my father died on March 19th, mm. um, 2019. And so kind of neat. One of the gifts that we got um, from a young man was he gave us a tree that blooms on March 19th. And so it, that thing is times out perfect every year. It's my father's tree. It sits right in the front yard. And I can look out the window and see it must be the day my dad passed away because that, that, that tree bloomed this morning. And it did. Wow. Right. Awesome. And, and so it's kind of neat. Um, well, it's actually really neat, Benny, that, that – uh, your story that goes along with your dad. So we're, we're going to get a chance to share that. But, you know, all our listeners know that if it's Robbie's show, he's going to tell dad jokes. So speaking of daddy, <laughs> right? We're going we're gonna to give away something spectacular here in a minute. But anyway, speaking of dad jokes, are you ready for this, Carmen? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. When my son was five, he told me... <clears throat> I'm his daddy, by the way, okay? So I'm, I, I, <laughs> Usually works that way. But anyway, he told me he wanted to marry his grandma. 
Can you imagine? And I told him, no way, you can't possibly marry my mother, right? And he answered, but you married my mother. That was totally hypocritical. (laughs) 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 It works that way, doesn't it, Rodney? See, you put all that together, it all has to do with, this is a dad joke. That's really a a dad joke, just saying. So... (laughs) And this is this. I, I don't know if you knew this, but my name is Robert Bruce Dilmore Jr. So I am, in fact, named after my dad. So, you know, some people are not surprised that I was named after my dad. You know, because how in the world, if you think about it, Jim, because you were too, how could you be named before your dad? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ultimately, I was named after my granddad. Uh, that is a dad joke. Just saying. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a plain dad joke and I really really love it the more I thought about it the more I laughed so here you go <laughs> why did Han Solo not enjoy his steak dinner why did Han Solo Carmen I bet Benny you want to try that one why did Han Solo not enjoy his steak dinner you know I'm a big fan of those movies and I can't get my finger on that one so it was chewy Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to think about that some more to, to laugh that, about it. I mean, <laughs> like, like, how appropriate is that? I'm <laughs> so, Jim, you probably know this one. What do, you, what, do you, what do you call a hippie's wife? Have you heard that one, Carmen? What no. do you call a hippie's wife? Some no people idea. just call it Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> That's a dad joke right there, right? You're on a roll. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so you may wonder this. I've wondered it for years. When does a joke become a dad joke? Have you thought about that, Carmen? When, when does it, a joke become a dad joke? When it has kids? Close. When it becomes a parent. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Yeah, two peas. Nice play. Nicely played. So, so yeah, I knew I was going to have fun with these. But anyway, speaking of old dad riddles, right? I just thought it'd be fun to who is the oldest dad in the Bible, right? Who's the oldest dad in the Bible? And if you can guess that, boy, we got something spectacular, don't we, Carmen? Tell them what they'll win. I'm excited to announce this. Today's prize with a value of $199 is the Masculine Journey Boot Camp Experience. The boot camp will take place on March 31st through April 1st. Lodging and meals included at the Carolina Bible Camp in Mottsville. There you go, March 31st. And all the dad jokes you can get. Yeah, I'll be there the entire time. (laughs) I I know the answer. Does that mean I get my money back? No. No. You're right, because I haven't paid yet. There's more than... (laughs) I believe there's more than one answer. So if you want, and we would definitely want to have you there at the boot camp you call us 866-348-7884 all you gotta do to win this boot camp seriously 866-348-7884 tell us who was the oldest dad in the bible 866-348-7884 we are anxious and oh by the way if you're a woman and you want to give it away to your husband or something we're good with that we're good with that We'll be happy to help you. <laughs> Something like that. 
<laughs> they come back with a whole different sense of humor than they left with. No, who knows? But anyway, so Benny, um, share with us a little bit about your, you know, the story behind your song. Yeah, well, thanks for that. I, I know, and my heart just goes out to you for your dad as well. Thanks. For anybody who's lost their dad, especially. So I call my dad daddy. It's just, I don't know. Just, he was very Sicilian. And, you know, there's never a time where we separated, even from a visit where there wasn't the kiss on the cheek thing. Kind of like in the movies, you know. So it was, that's, that's, a, that's a nice memory. And so I, I find myself, I find myself not saying my dad passed away on October 2nd of 2020. I find myself now saying my dad moved. October 2nd, right? And so the, the thing is, is after he, my dad had heart issues and he had a quintuple bypass. He had an aortic bypass in his legs. We thought would lose him to some heart disease over the past couple of years or whatever. And nobody knew that from diagnosis to the day he moved to heaven, it was going to be nine days, just nine days. Mm-hmm. So, the doctors told them, they said, listen, you have cancer. And, and he said, so how long do I have? Very pragmatic, right? Very Sicilian. How long do I have? And they said, you know, like, get your stuff in order. Get your stuff in order. Like, weeks, maybe. And so he's like, really? And so um, as he goes through that, I'm ordained. His nickname for me is Pastor Boy. So that's his little, that's his little Whoa, I gotta joke thing, catch you right? off right so, there, Pastor Boy. <laughs> right? Because so, we gotta go to a break. I'm sorry. So okay. I, I really am. But when we come back, we're gonna hear the rest of Benny's story, plus, you know, more on the upcoming boot camp. And oh, by the way, don't forget, it's your opportunity to call in and win this boot camp 866 348 7884. 866 348 Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom and really fun. I have my friends Rodney and Jim here with the Masculine Journey and their spring boot camp coming up March 31st through April 3rd, as well as Benny DeCharo. He's with the band Empower, does a lot of other cool things for God. He was at the NRB and his song, uh, Meet You There Daddy Song. Very cool. Very cool. And we have Annie... It, Duncan, who is calling in for our riddle. We, we want to get to Annie. Annie, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am so excited to hear um, your answer as to who's the oldest dad in the Bible. Well, I was thinking it's I love that answer. You're exactly right. Oh. <laughs> see, I was telling the person I was that I spoke to, I said, I just recently heard a teaching about him and you know they were talking about like the the how time you know how time was at that time and I was like oh wow okay so then I said what did you call it I said is it a joke or is it a practical answer so <laughs> ah, it's actually it's a great answer and there are other okay. answers though I'm going to say that 
Somebody in the studio audience had another answer that I told him was wrong. But I, if you call okay. in with it, I'm going to tell you it's right. But this. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Okay, but okay. now Methuselah was actually, you know, from my perspective, the exact right answer. And very cool from a standpoint, if you think about it. And, and maybe you've seen this if you've ever done a timeline, a Bible timeline, um, that Methuselah died just days before the flood. Like, God waited. Good question. Like, I was trying to remember if, I, you know, it, it could have been I was just listening. Because, like I said, they were doing a teaching on um, on time and, like, you know, him and just mentioning Lamech and mentioning Noah. I, I almost think that's correct. Ah, you are, yeah. and I'm the, also the, the person that had the other answer that's out in the studio audience agrees uh, with her from a temporal perspective. Oh, very good, very good. Oh, that person. Okay. I, I would also say that it would be obvious, and you would probably agree with me, Benny, that that, that you know Methuselah must have had a terrific relationship with his dad because he lived long in the land. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Right. <laughs> he was everybody's dad. truly had favor with God. That's what. <laughs> yeah, and after all, he is our great, 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 great. I could go on for a while, grandfather. I mean, we're, we're all, it's, you know, we all have that DNA somehow, don't we? It's exactly. in there. Like Prego spaghetti <laughs> sauce, you know? It's in there. <laughs> it's in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Annie. So do you have okay, somebody in mind that we're going to send to this boot camp? Well, uh, what what age do they have to be? Alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it'd be good if they're above 12 and if they're under 100. Okay, wow. So, <laughs> Which is pretty much alive. <laughs> unless, unless they're young like so that Methuselah. that like I might be a candidate. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on hold so that uh, Carmen can get your name and email, and we will get you fixed up because I'm excited to see who's coming as your guest. Okay. Thank you, Annie. God bless. All I appreciate right, your you. call very much. God bless you. All right. So while we're all waiting for the rest of Benny's story, we <laughs> wow. When we left our hair, Harvey version. <laughs> so Benny, when we left you, <clears throat> it was uh, your dad. Yeah, and, and and it's very interesting. I should tell you, since you know, sitting with me, the man who answered the question incorrectly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he probably answered it correctly. But anyway, he has a serious, I mean, he had a wonderful relationship with his dad, and the loss of his dad also affected him greatly. I know, because I'm a good friend of his, so I know that your story is near and dear to his heart, as well as all of us that are listening. So go ahead. Yeah, well, all right, so condensed giddy-up version here. So, so, and, and I say, the reason I'm, I'm talking about this last week of, of daddy's life here is because I think maybe, just maybe, you've got a listener today that they're in that struggle at the end, right? It's not, they're not gone, but they're in that struggle at the end, and God's just putting us on my heart. So, so the, the second, so it was nine days, like I said, from diagnosis to when he moved to heaven. And so, the, the, like within the last three days of his life, we had the talk. 
Robbie. So I'm like, so Daddy, not only do you have a place at the buffet table, you've got a name tag set up. So I need you to tell, this is our discussion, right? I'm like, I need you to tell me how you know that you know where you're going. And he's like, yes, I know where I'm going, Pastor Boy. And so I'm laughing. And I'm like, Dad, that's a really cute, really cute answer. But this is not on this day. I need you to tell me. And he's like, well, you know, I know Jesus died and he rose again. So I'm going to heaven because I believe that. And I said, yes, you are. It doesn't matter what the doctors tell you. It doesn't matter anything. Yes, you are. So there's, there's, so after, after, after he left this earth, God put on my heart to do this song, right? And, and I'm, I'm like, seriously, Lord, you want me to, like, what am I going to do about this? And I knew when I was talking to Mikey Howard, my producer, when we were getting ready to put this together, he says, do you know what you want? And I said, I know what I don't want. And here's, a, here's probably another little message for those who have lost their parent, especially their daddy, because they're dear to us. I don't want, I don't want a fad I morbidly cannot continue type of song because, you know, if I'm speaking in real life terms, it really sucks. It just did. Um, it did. But I know his address. I know his address. I know where he lives today. So I said, I want it. There needs to be something in here and that's what God told me put something in this song where although it's sad there's joy in it there's no more suffering no more pain God's wiped all of our sins away right that's part of the lyrics in the song and and just we know where he is we know where our daddies are so so for me I got really motivated and really pumped up and Robbie you we've met him <laughs> you know, I'm kind of on the ceiling. Most of the time, I'm on the ceiling, right? And so, and I'm like, that, that, I cannot wait to see my daddy again in heaven because I know where I'm going and I know his address. And guess what? They are the same. So, so that's why the song title is I'll Meet You There. And daddy's song in parentheses is just a little reference to my daddy or your daddy or anybody else's daddy. So it's uh, it's so comforting. So like oh, yeah. People tell me, did you really talk to your dad that way? And I'm like, well, who else was going to? Yeah, I, I actually had the exact same talk with my father. You know, not... Yeah, we right? didn't use, he didn't call me preacher boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's Sicilian, that was preacher his joke. Yeah, yeah, by the way, hey, by the way, Sicilian, the prego thing has got to go. Guys. Okay. Thank you very much. It's a part of his DNA at this point. I don't know if it's ever no, going to go. No prego. No Thanks prego. So but anyway, <laughs> I, I remember, oh, so it's kind of hard, man. Because he he, he, he looked at me because when I I said, Dad, you know, we got to have this talk. And he looked at me kind of puzzled because you know how it is that they're kind of disoriented. And he said, are you mm -hmm. telling me I'm dying? I'm like, yeah, Dad, it's, it's going to be a day or two. I mean, we don't have long. And we need to. And I could see 
that reality crossed his brain, you know, and, and I can always, in my mind, I can see that look in his face um, when we, you know, when I had that talk. But like you, it was a critical thing I needed to know because yeah. I'm, I'm like you. I want to meet you there. I mean, that's the deal. And, and Jim, you had similar – I know for you, boot camp has everything to do with your father's death. There's so many links today. I, first of all, I had just lots of tingles up and down my spine. And then after your jokes, I kind of went into a <laughs> fluttering in my stomach. But uh, all those are linked. But this morning, I was talking about both my human father as being a wonderful man I looked up to and how that makes accepting a good, loving, unconditional loving God much easier for me. And uh, that was what I was teaching at 8 o'clock this morning to our men's breakfast. When you came on with that, I love your uh, – he just moved. Uh, for me, and I hooked on to this early too, for me it was I now have two heavenly fathers. Because for me, my father was a very godly man. There was never any question. I didn't have to have that conversation. But uh, it, it's one where the one of the greatest compliments you can give me is that I am my father's son, and that works either way. Mm-hmm. And, well, amen. And actually, you know, we deal with at boot camp these these father wounds, and your father wound was actually in along those lines, right? Yeah, when we get talking about boot camp, that's one of my most powerful boot camp memories, and I don't know if that's going to come up or not, but not in th- not in fifteen seconds. Well, <laughs> we can, we can <laughs> tease that Jim came out of the closet that day. <laughs> I, I did. We'll, we'll leave yeah, it yeah. with that. Until Good I... memory, Rodney. Jim did come out of the closet that day. I remember the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, in so many different ways. When we come back, Jim will be coming out of the closet. And if you have another answer, by the way, um, as to who the oldest father was in the Bible, 866-348-7884. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we are talking today with Rodney and Jim Graham with a Masculine Journey and their spring boot camp coming up March 31st through April 3rd. And Benny DeCharo with the group Empowered uh, and his song, Meet You There, Daddy. We've been talking about that. But again, um, boot camp has got everything to do uh, often. With, with folks' woundedness and getting back your heart to live the masculine journey, right, Rodney? So this is something we continue to dig in, and even this week. Yeah, with God as Father, it's a often different picture than your temporal father, as Jim put it, and often you have to struggle through <clears throat> that wounding that you lived out for years and become a part of who you are and has become your identity that you have to overcome and change and actually believe what God tells you, which, you know, sounds easy, but practically it's very hard. Right. So what a neat way to go, right, run after the heart of God for four days and, you know, spend time 
out there most of the time, and from my perspective, you have the opportunity to have those discussions to essentially get your heart back, right? And so that leads us to Jim's story of how he came out of the closet. Uh, I was expecting to talk about most significant moments at boot camps, and this was my second one in Colorado. And I struggled with the father wound part of the message because I didn't really, I mean, I've often said, of course, I had a few minor cuts and abrasion father injuries, but they weren't, weren't anything I'd consider wounds. But my father died in 99. Suddenly, he was sitting at his computer, and my mother was out shopping, and she came home and found him dead in his chair. And he had had an incredible day before. One of the things he wanted to do before he died was shoot his age, and he was 77. But he never kept a scorecard, and he was close, and I want to believe he did. But I had thought God had prepared me. That would be golf? Yes, golf. Okay. Because, you know, there's other You'd want to shoot 77 (laughs) doves, which I take offense to, since one of my names from God is Morning Dove. All right, all right. (laughs) Just checking, I was, you know. But, you know, after some sessions, you go talk to God. And those have been the most significant times I've had at many boot camps. But this is one where I literally went into a closet behind the stage in Colorado, and it was after the wound talk, and I said, you know, God, I'm pretty much done with my wounds. We're good here, but if you have something to tell me, do. And I very clearly heard God say, why are you angry with us? Now, in the context you know, that could have been a lot of things, but I immediately knew, why are you angry with me and with your father for dying? And my father died three and a half weeks before my, I mean, my daughter, I'm doing it again, mixing up my genders. We're still talking about that out of the closet thing, right? My father died three and a half weeks before my daughter was married. And that was a very, you know, bittersweet thing at that event. But I thought God had prepared me. If you'd asked me if I was mad at God or my father for him dying, I would have said no. But as soon as I heard that question, I began weeping like a baby. And I knew that I was had this, and this was five and a half years after he died, that I finally had the opportunity to deal with that wound. And it was a very, it was lovingly confrontational which is what my human father was when Jimmy did something wrong. You know, it was not let go. But I always knew he loved me through it. And and God did the same thing in just a, a way that took me from a rather intense moment of grief to complete peace in you know, a matter of a few minutes over my father's death. And ever. Since then, I have not had that inkling of being angry about that. My father is where he's supposed to be with his father. Wow. And again, for for those who are not familiar with our boot camps, I mean, one of the things that we have is called a covenant of silence. And so you hear these talks from the stage. People are going to talk about certain things or ways that they've been wounded or whatever. And then you're going to go outside for an hour, literally, and when nobody's going to be talking except you and God. And 
And the things that people hear at a boot camp, from my perspective, are what changes everything. In other words, there's teachers all over the world that can teach you all sorts of cool stuff, but when God speaks, it changes huh. things permanently, right? Yeah, and you don't want to go anywhere without pen and paper because you don't know what he's going to give you when he's going to give it to you, and you just you want to be ready to write it down because I know for me, if I'm not writing it down, I can soon go, what was that? And you're just trying to go back to it. But it's sometimes you get such a big download, you get just pages full of notes where you're just like, okay, Lord, this is this was meant for me. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what we're supposed to be working with. This is what we're supposed to be talking on. Whether it's the wound, whether it's how we're acting as posing and not living authentically in him, you, you get all those conversations and they're personal and they're, they're wonderful. And I know I don't really get that time outside of boot camp. So Benny, I'm sure as you're listening, you're thinking, ah, I, you know, I haven't been to boot camp, but you've had that kind of experience, I'm sure. Yeah, I get that. You know, one of the two days after Dad got diagnosed, we're sitting on the sofa in his house. And are you ready for this, guy? This is what he tells me. He pokes me in the ribs and says, hey, son, I may not be here for you next week. Wow. Yeah, that was my thought. <laughs> and I'm like, if you weren't a frail little Sicilian right now, I'm serious. I'd come over on that side of the sofa and just take care of some stuff, right? He's just, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm just, he's like, son, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. And so that told me that he knew, but it also, I think it was God's way of preparing me for what was to come over the next couple of days. You know, kind of like Jesus in the garden, and he's telling the guys, listen my time has ended here. He was kind of giving him a, a foresight into what was to come. And I'm not comparing Jesus to daddy because they're dancing right now. But I'm just saying that that foresight, right, that we got. And I was like, wow, you know, that's the first time it became aware. I became aware that my daddy knew. But he was very close to the vest. It's that little Sicilian thing, right? Very close to the vest. He didn't let his feelings out often or whatever. So for him to say that to me was like pertinent. So what what, 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 what you don't know is that for years, Masculine Journey, one of the co-hosts of the radio show, his name was Vinny Menino. Okay. <laughs> and Vinny Menino was a Sicilian, believe me. as you, In fact, he grew up in New York City, um, actually in Manhattan, and he was had all the connections of Sicilian. <laughs> yeah. We're probably related some kind of way. I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, but he, he was, he, you know, the neat thing that I, anybody that knew Vinny, he lived from his heart. And, and I've, I've had that sense of people from Sicily, and, and I've always sensed that from you too, Benny, is that, you, you live completely from your heart, which is the idea of what boot camp's about, is is to give you back your heart. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think as men, we get dumbed down a little bit, especially with everything that's gone on in the world over the past two years, right? We've literally been kind of dumbed down and sort of sort of tucked away. You know, it's, I, think, I think I mentioned this to you before, I was like, there's a little skirmish going on right now overseas and everybody's like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But guess what? God did. 
And then there was this pandemic where we're going to lock everybody down and force some things and everybody's going to be against everybody. And, all, and everybody's like, wow, I didn't see that coming. But guess what? God did. That's right. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got another break coming. And so we're going to be back in a minute now. I'm just going to say once more that there may be another answer to the oldest dad in the in the Bible. And Jim had that same answer, and so you could call and agree with him at 866-348-7884. When we come back, more with Rodney and Benny and Jim Brain. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Today we have Rodney and Jim Graham with the Masculine Journey Radio Spring Boot Camp coming up March 31st through April 3rd. All the guys you normally hear on the Masculine Journey will be there. I'm looking forward to it very much. As, um, it just becomes like, you know, for me, when, when I think about that, um, you know, in the springtime, you know, the kings go to war. And that's just, you know, it's just part of every year. You know, in the spring, we're going to have a boot camp. And then the fall, we do the same thing. And so that's coming up as well. We have Benny Dechara. He is with the band in power. Just really neat thing. And it's all there at kingdompursuits.com. By the way, if you go there, you're going to see, meet you there. Daddy's song as well as all about his band and how you can connect with them. But I also need to tell you that, very cool, Pinedale has this amazing veterans dental clinic that is coming up Friday, April 1st through Sunday and if you go to Pinedale's you know page you can sign up they still have some openings for this free dental here if you're a veteran April 1st again Saturday the April 2nd and Sunday April 3rd and so you just go to the Pinedale's uh, website and you can register there so you don't want to take advantage of that and then now very exciting I have Joseph is in Richmond has another answer to the oldest dad in the Bible and he could he could agree with Jim it could happen Hello, Joseph. You're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? It's going awesome. It really is, and I'm so excited to hear your answer. Uh, well, my answer comes from personal experience. Uh, I didn't grow up with the dad, and so the oldest father in the Bible to me is uh, God the Father. What a brilliant man. I, I love this guy. <laughs> okay yes and and no doubt so here's here's i would say you're exactly right and i'm very excited do you want to come to the boot camp joseph yeah yeah that would be awesome uh depends on uh if my mom or my wife has our uh our baby that you here in the next couple weeks how fun is that so she's uh, super fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, then, by all means, we'll, we'll, Carmen will get your information, and and we will get in contact with you. So, if you want to come, by all means, you can. But also, we understand completely. If you got awesome. a, a new child in the house that you that you get to have fun with, however that works out. Um, but let I, me say this: I don't in, know that he has an excuse because I left my wife for a very long weekend, three days after. Well, let me just I'm tell you that, child and that they will never let you forget that if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Luckily, it's my fourth. So. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Joseph. God bless you, man. I appreciate you calling in and agreeing with Jim. At least somebody does. 
You know, that's true. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, buddy. You too. God bless. All right. So, <laughs> Rodney, it, you know, when you had an idea that you're coming on today, what would you share that, that would be a, um, something that you feel like, man, God, if you're listening, because you, you were totally a truth listener before you came to boot camp and you thought, man, what in the world goes on at these things? Yeah, so I was basically had the conviction as I came to Christ that men are the problem in the church because we are not living up to what we are supposed to be. We are not the bride of Christ. We are not the leaders of the church. We are not the leaders in our own families that we are, God called us to be. And I'm listening to these yahoos on the radio talk about this kind of thing. And they have this thing they call a boot camp. And I'm like, well, okay, let me go because I, I need to do something. I need to learn something, go somewhere, talk to somebody. And it was great getting a face-to-face. Um, what would be the best word? It, when you guys are you know, talking about the message that kind of John Eldridge come out and said, hey, biblically men and wh- what we're supposed to be in our roles. And just what, what for me, like the first one wasn't like, oh, I went there, got all the answers. I didn't have that feeling. I know some have had that and then realized later that it's it's a journey. But right off the bat, it was for me, it was like, this is a journey. This is something I need to be invested in. This is something I need to be intent about. And that's what, to me, going to boot camp does for me. It allows me to keep being intentional, moving myself closer and closer to God and being trying to be transformed into the likeness of Christ as best I can do it. Yeah, and and you do come to the conclusion that this is not a solo sport, right? <laughs> well, that's that was the reward for being obedient to God and going to something like this was I've got this band of brothers. I've got people in Christ that I can turn to, and I'm turning more and more to them because you guys being so open and truthful about your life, your situations, has allowed me to open up. And now when others I see that need to open up some of their world and their life, I can have much more open and honest discussions with them about my life and theirs. And so no doubt you actually have a band. Um, <laughs> it's not just a band of brothers. Well, I suppose you're brothers, but you know, you just have actually the band empowered. But I would imagine that for you guys, isn't that a community? Oh my gosh, we ran out of time. How can I do that again? Oh, right, but it is just so much fun to be with you guys. Thank you, Benny, for being with us. And he does have a band, and my band of brothers, Jim and Rodney, always glad to have you guys on, even if you do have a different answer for my riddle than I normally would think. Anyway, thanks, guys. Got so much truth coming on. Oh, encouraging prayer. James has got a personal prayer he shares. Very good episode there. Followed by the masculine journey. We'll have more fun with these guys here at 12 o'clock. And then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff. He'll give you the Russian sickle if you're not listening at 1230. Stay tuned. This is the Truth Network.